When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet. Great, get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And climate air conditioning. Conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer this winter come home to Climate. Both great partners of the Norwood Football Club and help bring Redlegs Radio to you. I'm filling in for the great Ben Hook. You've got James Fantasia, and I'd like to welcome my co-guest, Joseph Marciani. Welcome, James. Jimmy the Fanner, great to be here again. It is. It's uh, after, after a win, it's always nice to get in exactly and right, have yep. a chat about uh, the boys. There's a bit that's been happening throughout the week. Who, what, uh, who can we expect to speak to today, Joe? Yeah, we've got a, bitty, a, bri- a big sorry, uh, all, all-cast line-up today. We've got Benny Jarvis we're going to speak to. Um, he missed last week's game. Yeah, it'd be great, Port, to, Port great Adelaide, to... But yeah. hopefully he's a chance to come back in. Good Port Lincoln boy. Um, uh, we've got Football Services Manager Rob Harding coming in as well. He's gonna, we're going to have a chat to him. He's always good, Rob. Very insightful. And we've got the one and only Ben Teekle from Peter Teekle Wines uh, ahead of the Port Lincoln game this weekend and the Peter Teekle Cup. So looking forward to speaking to him. So a very exciting lineup, uh, but also just that flag straight off the bat. We uh, we head off to Port Lincoln over the Anzac weekend. It's it's uh, absolutely poised to be one of the great games throughout the year. And, and, and a history game too, because the club for the first time will play for home and away points um, away from, from its home ground at, uh, at Cooper Stadium. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. Hopefully it's a big crowd that gets out there and supports, well, more, we're hoping a bit more of a, a Nord flavour, but look, hopefully it's a big crowd and, you know, everyone can take it up on the EP. It's an exciting initiative from the club and uh, now looking forward to getting down there and seeing the locals and, and sharing a bit of footy with them. And the boys will get out to some local footy. They'll get a chance to... Uh, Take that in and, and share that with the boys from the EP, of course. I think we've have about six or seven uh, that will line yep. up. Of course, we'll get back to that uh, when Rob's here. We'll run through the team lineup for this weekend. Something else that was very exciting at uh, Cooper Stadium. Um, again, I think it's history-making in itself. Uh, two years ago, the club uh, reached out and put in an LED screen. And uh, it's been an awesome fan engagement. We get to see the replays uh, after those massive goals or great, uh, great marks. But over the weekend on Friday evening, on Good Friday, uh, we launched uh, the LED signage around the ground, uh, which really was quite impactful. Yeah, it was fantastic. Now, the LED signage, it, was a, it worked a treat. It was fantastic. It was a Channel 7 game as well, so people could see it um, you know, live from their homes as well. And I just thought it gives the sponsors a real, real scope. Um, it allows them to feel connected and, and allows fans to, you know, uh, visualise the product. And um, no, I thought it worked an absolute treat. It was, it was fantastic. It just gave the whole ground a bit more of a, a brightness to it and um, 
and it was good to get a win as well, James. In, in oh, the, the win was the most important thing, of course, against our arch rivals, Port Adelaide. And always a bit hard to know uh, when you're playing against these AFL teams when you come up against them, how they're going to respond each weekend or even to some degree what their lineup is. And Port have been doing it a bit tough, uh, even at, at the senior level, uh, at the AFL level. So um, a lot of those players are playing for opportunity. And I thought our boys came out uh, very well and, and held up. You could tell straight off the bat that uh, we were there to play. Yeah, well, definitely. After two narrow losses to two pretty good teams in the Eagles and Glenelg, I thought the boys uh, adjusted beautifully. We, um, we defeated Port Adelaide by 16 points. EP boy Cam Tahini booted four goals and was outstanding. Nick Rokar led the way with 32 disposals, seven marks, four tackles and five clearances. Uh, and Matty Nunn, our captain, had 27 with Jay Rantel, 26. All the key stats were pretty even, James, throughout the game. Um, I thought we, we led you know, most of the game and um, in most areas. We were good in the first quarter, good in the second quarter. Third quarter probably you know, let our guard down a little bit and Port got in, back into the game. But I thought we, uh, we never looked like really losing it and uh, we were pretty, pretty impressive. And, and speaking of the coach, Twig, after, um, he was really happy with the performance with a couple of players, including our, one of our debutants, Ethan Warburton who was um, pretty good and composed down back. So, no, I thought it was a pretty good game and um, gives us full momentum heading into West Adelaide this week. Absolutely, and it's an important game, again, to respond uh, on the positive. But I just thought that it was reward for effort over the month of footy. Yep. Um, the boys have been a bit stiff in the first couple, but they've been showing some real good signs. And, and even when teams are starting to get momentum against them, they've been able to slow that down um, and then, and then re-engineer it to find uh, get, some, get some of that run as well. But it also leads to uh, we have our uh, People's Choice player, best player of the round, um, yep. an opportunity for you, the supporter, to uh, to go and tell us who you think your best player was, and we can continue to to grow that as a very important part of our program as well. Yeah, no, People's Choice Award. We've got uh, six players differently compared to usual. With the whole list is getting, um, you know, being able to vote for. We've got six players, and. Tommy Donnelly is still one of the men. One of the men that's hard to beat. He's a uh, he's ended up with all up now. He's, he had two hundred votes from the last round, so he's got eight hundred and fifty nine votes. Yeah. So the Tasmanian local uh, Tasmanians have jumped on him, and Ethan Warburton was pretty good as well. He got one hundred and forty three. Harry Boyd at third with eighty two. Nick Rokar with fifty three with fourth, and Nick Pedro forty two at five. So uh, some good reward there for those boys there. But we'll see uh, this week's game. Yes. Well. I'm looking forward to seeing us all getting a chance to get down to Port Lincoln. We've got a bus that's leaving tomorrow for our supporters. Yep. We've got uh, people flying in left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. Um, another opportunity for people to see our young debutantes. I think we've now, what, seven or eight so far this yeah, year, which has that. been quite, quite incredible. But, folks, we're going to wind that first session up. Thanks for listening in on your way home tonight. This program is being brought to you by Palmer Bet and Climate Air Conditioning. You're listening to Redlegs Radio 2022. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yes, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmer Bet. Get Tackle busting benefits at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And climate air conditioning and solar, South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Well, we've got a special guest with us, Joseph. I'd like to bring on, uh, I'd say, an ex-Norwood boy, but then had a great opportunity and experience Geelong. And now, what a great uh, return and straight into it. Had a rest last week. 
um, something exciting for this week. Please welcome Ben Jarvis. Welcome, Ben. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Jarv, how are you going? Good, thank you. How are you guys? So, Jarv, um, yeah, good, mate. Going well. Um, so, obviously, uh, out last week with illness, uh, potentially back into the squad this week. A massive game in Paul Lincoln. How excited are you, firstly, um, for this week's game? Yeah, no, stoked. It's awesome that we get to have a game down the Peninsula. Obviously, um, myself and Kennels and, yeah, a few other EP boys grew up there. So, yeah, it'd be good to get back home and play in front of the home crowd for us. Is it plan to, to get the family along? Been a chance to uh, extend the, the fan club? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure they'll be very keen to come along and support the Red Legs and hopefully we can get the job done. So tell me, mate, um, how have you found uh, the return? And, you know, the group, it's a, there's been a lot of changes, obviously, since when you left the club a few years back and, uh, and, and an incoming group uh, made up of a, a variety of players. How, how have you found it, firstly, and, and how have you found uh, the, the competition itself? Yeah, no, I've loved coming back to Norwood this year. You know, the group is, um, yeah, it's very exciting. We've got a good list and, yeah, I think we've got an exciting couple of years ahead of us for sure. And, um, yeah, Twig is doing a great job and all the coaches are, um, yeah, just getting us boys up and ready to play. Um, yeah, a lot has changed um, when I came since, since I left back in 2018. You know, like, got new club rooms pretty well and that new... Um, big stand that we've got. So, yeah, it's um, exciting times. Um, Jav, I was going to just touch on, and I love knowing, finding out about this connection, though, because you, you Jacob Kennelly and Cam Tahini, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how you guys have, you're all EP boys, you are all Ross Trevor boys, you're all Norwood boys, and, you know, you guys are now back at Norwood, you're at Geelong together as well. Just talk about the connection with you three, and um, do you have this chemistry on the field as well? What, t- talk me through it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's a bit crazy that we all um, <laughs> ended up at the same spot at the same time. But, um, yeah, I guess we we really enjoy playing with each other. We, yeah, me and teams up four. We've got a um, good thing going and Kennel's in the middle. So, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. It's, um, <laughs> it was funny how it all worked out, really. But, like, it's good. Like, um, I love hanging around those boys and um, everyone at the club in general. So, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's yeah, Great it's just just a unique uh, way that, that that pans out. And take me yeah. through your own game, Ben. I, I'm, I've always been intrigued. Uh, you know, you you play a very you know dominant. You know, we've got a very dominant presence up forward. Has that been something that you've always uh, played with? And and take me through even through your junior grades and and the roles that you've played uh, along the way. Yeah, so I guess um, I'm 190 centimeters. I probably play a bit taller than what I am, especially with the forward line we've got. But um. Yeah, I guess we've got such a dynamic forward line. Anyone can play anywhere. We guys got guys like Tristan Binder, Mac Bauer, Connor McLean, Cam Tahini. We can all play like both tall and small. Yep. So um, yeah, everyone everyone has their days. But yeah, I guess I play a little bit taller than I probably am. And um, yeah, going through the junior grades, um, my through my junior grades back in Port Lincoln, I was randomly played a bit of midfield, which is like just a thing that happened and. It wasn't ordered to like um, a star playing A grade footy where I became like a forward liner and then yeah, going through Norwood and then Ross Trevor football and state football and that I was yeah used as a second ruck and um, yeah forward liner. So hopefully, hopefully no more of the second ruck. But um, yeah, I'm really enjoying the forward line at the moment. Yeah. Hey, Jav, who who um who at Geelong did you learn a lot from playing in a forward you know forward role like you yourself at the moment? Who was one of your mentors down there? 
Yeah, so I learned heaps off guys like Tom Hawkins, um, Jeremy Cameron, and even I played a lot on um, Harry Taylor and Tom Stewart, and they used to like taught me things that they had to playing on in the AFL, and then Hawk was just really good and like my leading patterns and stuff like that. So yeah, we had some very experienced guys over there, which I was really fortunate to learn off. So yeah, fortunate for that. When you've now come back into uh, back to the Sandford level and. Obviously, Twig, I think, runs an amazing program. Take us through, what are the, uh, how have you found that level of football comparative to what you were doing, albeit that you're, you know, you're, you're eight hours a day, I suppose, um, in an AFL program. But, but how, what's the similarities or the comparisons and how have you found it? Yeah, I think it's pretty similar. Like, we train the same standards, um, put in the same Ks each week and stuff like that to get better. I wouldn't say much is different. It's just more... After hours of work and probably blokes a bit more tired, but yeah, I guess it's all that mental thing that Twig likes. Um, yeah, just becoming mentally stronger and yeah, I think yeah they're running a great program down in Nord and in Sandford in general, especially with yeah, but most blokes probably working nine to five jobs and stuff, and it can be hard like that. But yeah, I think they're doing a great job, and I think it's pretty similar. And I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's any less of a level. Oh, it was great to hear that, uh, Ben, because I. I see it myself, and I just wondered how players, uh, you know, that have been through the system, get to experience that uh, firsthand. Uh, because it, it's still just absolutely mind—it's mind-boggling for me to, the, the amount of work that you boys put into it, yeah. um, the pre-seasons, the way that you go about it. And I was saying earlier that the result on the weekend was a was really reward for effort, given the the, the amount of work. And obviously, this weekend at Port Lincoln, I mean. Your thoughts, have you, do you know much about Westies and, and what uh, you're going to expect from them this weekend? Yeah, so we play them um, in one of our trial games. So, yeah, we know that um, they'll probably want to move the ball fast and whatever. So if we can cut off their shorts and then make them play so, slow, um, that's probably where we can have them and, yeah, open them up hopefully. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can continue the winning form down in Port Lincoln this weekend. That'd be good. I wouldn't mind my first win in the Norwood, Norwood jumper. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And, Jav, obviously um, this weekend's game, Saturday the, you come, you fly in in the morning with the, with the team and then you've got a bit of a training run in the uh, in the morning. And then I think from after lunch you're, you're free. Um, what are you going to be doing in that couple of hours you get uh, in the afternoon? Yeah, so obviously... Yeah, we train, we fly over in the morning, then we'll have a little training run, and then we got the rest of the day off sort of thing. So I haven't been back to watch local footy in a couple of years, so I wouldn't mind going to watch my local club, Lincoln South, um, play Tasman's this week. It'll be good, hopefully get a few there. And I wouldn't mind taking two of the other boys to experience more country football as well, so if they're obviously up to it. But, yeah, that, that's probably what I would do because my old man will be down there as well. He's the club president of Lincoln South, so... Yeah, it'd be good to go watch the boys. Um, hopefully, get a win there as well. Fantastic. Absolutely, I, I, I'm going to encourage every person, all of our boys, to get along with you, mate, because I think uh, the chance to watch some local footy and experience that—you uh, know—they'll see the netball on one one part of the ground. They'll see uh, the boys taking on and the, and the flavour that comes with it, and hopefully, they might be able to pick out uh, one or two next Ben Jarvis coming through. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? You got any tips for us, mate, in terms of uh, is there someone that we should be watching down there? Maybe you've got to talk to the recruiter yeah. guys, get to, uh, to Rob <laughs> and have a chat to him about that. Any Lincoln South boys? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Not, got, got no names for you just yet. After watch this weekend, see, I'll let you know. We'll have a chat with your father, and I'm sure he'll be able to, to put them on to us. Ben, I want to thank you for coming on today. Um, 
We hope that you have a great weekend. It's a pretty special for the club in general. Uh, I'm sure it's very special for each of the boys that certainly uh, come from the Air Peninsula and Port Lincoln in particular. So to you, mate, I hope you have a great game. I hope the team um, you know, has a, has a great result for all the effort that's been put into it as well. Legend, Jav. Lovely. All the Thanks, best to guys. you. All the best. Folks, you're listening to Redlegs Radio 2022. Thanks to Palmerbet and Climate Air Conditioning. We'll be back shortly. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. On SENSA, you're listening to Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Redlegs. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet. Get tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets and great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Well, folks, we've got a special guest, uh, someone who can take us right through the uh, all the detail and all, all the finer print, if you like, with what's happening uh, with our team. And certainly we're going to look at this weekend's game. I'd like to welcome our Football Services Manager. Please welcome Rob Harding. Welcome, Rob. Thanks, Fanda. Joe, it's great to be back on Redlegs Radio. The Chieftain. Um, obviously, we'll get straight into the team news because we're all eager to hear this. Teams are brought to you by our great partners, Paradise Motors Mazda. Paradise Mazda, proud family-owned and operated. Book a test drive today. And, Chief, let's talk about let's talk about our team for this week. It's a massive game, Port Lincoln game on the EP. We're, we're all excited. We're all getting down there. Let's talk through no some... Pressure, no, no pressure, Rob. No pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure at all. If it doesn't come with a W, mate, there's yeah. massive issues. <laughs> yeah, let's talk, let's talk some... I know you're not even joking when you say that too, Fan. <laughs> no, look, it, this is a really exciting game for our footy club. And our players have been looking forward to this. As soon as we're able to confirm that the game is going ahead in Port Lincoln, um, I know our players, we've got such a great contingent of EP boys in our squad. And the EP is such an important part of what we do as a footy club. So... Um, no, we've all been looking forward to this one, and it's been a, a tough week with selection, to be honest. Um, like all clubs at the moment, we're facing each week different health and safety protocols with the COVID situation, and unfortunately this week two of our players will miss out um, due to contracting COVID. So Mitch Cotter and Lockie Charlton will miss out. Um, really disappointing for both boys. I think Mitch has been great over the last two weeks since he came back into the side, and his ability to win that inside contested ball has really freed up our other midfielders as well. Um, and then for Lockie as an EP boy, really disappointing for him, unfortunately, to miss out. So um, that's just the way it is at the moment. It, it hits different clubs at different times and hit those two boys this week. So um, we've named a squad at the moment. We've brought five players back into it. And Ben Jarvis, who's on the show, obviously, tonight, he'll come back in, which is great as an EP boy, as will Nick Pedro, um, which is fantastic. Um, and then also into the squad, we'll have Pierce Seymour, uh, Matt Vardeniger and Michael Cavallaro. So we'll finalise the team. Um, as we go over the next 24 hours. But if Pierce or Michael Cavallaro play, it'll be their first game for the footy club, which fantastic. will be fantastic as That's well. That's exciting. And, and those boys that you mentioned, they've all been playing with some, some genuine form. So, and it's what you want. It's, uh, it's putting that bit of pressure up, up the line, of course. Um, but, mate, I, I, just a couple of notes. You, you mentioned um, you know, how important it is to the football club to get over to the Air Peninsula, uh, what it means not only to our players, but, but even the local community, for us to genuinely get there you know, we're not a club that just likes to talk about things. We, we go and activate and we get there. So rolling the sleeves up, having a game in Lincoln is just uh, incredibly important, but also very exciting for the footy club. It really is, Fander. And it's a big part of what we've done as an overall package of things on the EP. And I know from when um, Jade Rawlings and myself were both appointed, one of the first things we did was get over to Port Lincoln. And uh, we met with all the local coaches down in Lincoln. Um, so Twig was able to take them through an education development session. I took 60 kids um, from the region 
um, for a, a, a little cl- coaching clinic and it was fantastic. And the level of engagement from the community was great. Um, and the level of engagement from our footy club to the community has been fantastic. So since then, we've been back, been all over the AP doing different things. Rick Shroud does a great job in this space. And uh, a few months ago, we were over doing an Indigenous camp up in Sejuna. Um, we did another camp with our um, 15, 16-year-olds in Woodna as well over the same weekend. Our under-18 coach, Michael Knoll, was there. Don Barry, who still does work for our footy club in that space, was there as well. And I think it shows the people on the Air Peninsula that we're genuine about this. And Twig and I spoke about it from the start. And I know, Fanta, you're the same. Like, it's really important to have boots on the ground over there. It's one thing to say it. Definitely. It's another thing to actually go there and live it. And that's what we've been doing. And to bring a game... Um, to Port Lincoln is fantastic. I was lucky enough when I was at the Adelaide Crows to be involved in a NAB Challenge game that was played in 2015. It was Phil Walsh's first game as the Crows coach, and that was against North Melbourne there. And that game was so well supported by the community. And for us to bring a game for premiership points um, over to Lincoln on Centenary Oval is going to be absolutely fantastic. And Anzac Day weekend. And yep. we're going to – the club will strike a, a medal for uh, – it'll be an inaugural, but it'll be a perpetual medal yep. for our best player on Anzac Day. Uh, it'll be called the Phil Philip D. Quetteville Robin Medal. And um, there's a great story about Philip. He, he not only did he, he won a reserves best uh, McGeary Medal, by the way, but he also won a best and fairest at Norwood. He, he was a great representative, but his, his heroics in the war were just off the charts. And his care for these teammates was uh, ex- extraordinary. And, and I think to have a, a medal, you know, struck in his honour uh, is a really important piece um, that our players can can really strive to, to be part of. I think that medal is going to mean a lot to our playing group and, and to play for Teakle Cup as well and, and bring that home from Port Lincoln with us will be a big part of the weekend. And our players will stay in Lincoln on Sunday night and attend the dawn service at Centenary Oval on Monday morning. So I think it shows that the, um, the entire squad is really committed to um, paying re- their respects to the Anzac yep. um, tradition and Anzac Day as well. Hey, Chief, just a quick one on... Um Obviously, we had a good win last Friday night, and then we're we're going into this game against Port Lincoln. Obviously, you know excitement levels are high. I think there's a bit of buzz around the club at the moment. Is it important to you know as part of the coaching staff to look at you know ways to you know make sure that the boys aren't you know over, over the top excited, but making sure there's a job at hand still, and we've got to get a win here. Yeah, I think that's been a really key point, Joe. That we've um, worked and found has been fantastic with this, um, with his experience about interstate travel. Yeah. And you know, Jade spent time at the Brisbane Lions. Obviously, spent time at the Crows. Um, We've done a lot of interstate trips and we know what some of the traps can be for players. And there's not so many players in our squad this week who have done an interstate travel and played a game. So, and they're real basic things just to take care of, but understanding how you're going to spend your time. Like with the way the flights are, we're going to be over there on the Saturday morning. We're going to train at Centenary Oval. The boys will get out and watch local footy, which will be great. But there'll be a fair bit of spare time um, leading up to 2.10 on Sunday. So um, little things like making sure you don't overindulge on the buffet, Joe, which can be a a trap for (laughs) young players. So... Um, things like that that we just need to be aware of. Yeah. And we've been really open with that. Um, we've given the boys a, a really good itinerary um, and spoken to them about some of those things. So, you know, for us, it's about doing the trip well, but the key part of it is, is a performance focus right. and making sure that we um, come home with the win, come home with the cup and um, continue on from the form that we were building uh, through the Port Adelaide game. I just love the idea, uh, obviously, Rob, with the Peter Tickle Cup, it, we, we, our plan is to get there every year and play that play for that cup. Um you know, to make that a stronghold, a bit similar to, say, a Hawthorne that goes down to Tasmania and they're just hard to beat. I, I, I was involved with Western Bulldogs when we, Northern Territory and playing Darwin and we, we just became hard to beat. Yep. Yep. Wouldn't it be great to to turn our home ground at, uh, at Centennial? Home, home. Yep, spot on. And, and really make teams fear 
getting um, having to get that game. And I think when you're involved with AFL and you go down to Tasmania and play against Hawthorne, you get a sense from the community how much Hawthorne have engaged the community and the community has engaged Hawthorne back. And I know that's what we're going to have when we go to Lincoln. There's going to be so much red and blue in the crowd and can't wait to see everyone decked out in their Norwood gear. And I know they're coming from all over the EP. There's buses, trains, planes, yep. pretty much every sort of mode of transport bringing Submarines. people down, whatever <laughs> it takes, um, catching the ferry over from um, Wallaroo, whatever it is. Um, they're bringing red and blue, and uh, we make this a real fortress. Yeah, and, and just a great opportunity for our for our supporters, uh, both both Nord and West Adelaide, for that matter, yep. to to enjoy a weekend. And uh, and what better place? It, it, it should be pretty hype, mate. Before we, we jump into the actual lineup, you, you talked a bit about um, we lost Lockie Charlton this week, for example, um, and Young Cots. All around the COVID thing, I mean, I think it's just uh, it'd be good to get an insight into. Uh, how the club's managing its way through the COVID, and and obviously all clubs are having to deal with it week by week. Um, Graham Charlton will be spewing because he would have loved to have seen his son playing in his yeah. backyard, obviously, and the other and, and the boys, his brothers, alongside him. But but how have we managed that, mate? Take us through a little bit of the insight. Yeah, it's been a really interesting one, Fanda. We've uh, adapted along with the way the health recommendations have been from SA Health all along this period and over the last couple of years, really. But in recent months, as we're I want to say it coming towards hopefully the tail end of this pandemic. Um, and as the, the virus has become more um, spread through the community, we talk to our players a lot about the little steps that they can take and um, the ways that they can avoid being in situations where potentially they can um, catch the virus. Um, the other side of it is that we do um, regular testing with our players. So particularly around things like when we did a camp through the preseason and this week, um, we'll have our players all do rat tests before they jump on the plane. So yep. in any situation where they're going to be in a group together, um, we've decided to um, take a, a real safety first approach with it um, and try to mitigate the risk as much as possible. And our players have been really good with that. Uh, we were perhaps a little bit lucky in a way that a number of our players did contract the virus over the Christmas period. Yep. So um, we, at this stage, we think about 75 to 80% of our squad have had COVID. Um, we've had players... Um, Nick Pedro was the best example who had four separate um, isolation periods where he got caught as a close contact. So that's the other side of it is making sure that we um, really look after their training um, as they come back out. And we've yeah, got a return. The return yeah, must a, be kind of something to really monitor and, and measure. Yeah. And it is really different from players that are close contacts versus players that get it. And even we've had different strains that players have got um, going back over the last few months. So we've had a really clear format and process in place to put the players' welfare first and make sure that they come back and can perform for the footy club. Hey, um, no, I agree 100%, Chief, and well said. Um, obviously, heading into this week's game versus Westies, we played him in a trial uh, at City Mazda around about a month ago. Uh, had a good win in the league team there. Obviously, what's your you know outlook on them at the moment? What do we expect? No Hamish Hartlett that day, so they'll get some personnel back, so will we. Um, you know, as a as an opposition strategic analyst that you are, uh, talk us through, you know, your mindset heading into this game against Westies. Yeah, I think with Westies, what we saw in that preseason game, we saw it a bit last year as well. They've got a few different um, modes to be. Yeah, their speed can be a real danger. Um, they had a bit more height in the forward line than they had last year as well. So, and we know they've had a couple of important players come into the footy club. You mentioned um, Hamish Hartlett, Caden Brand coming across from the Swans as well. So, a couple of good recruits. Um, I know their results haven't quite been there on the field, but I think they've been performing better than the results really suggest. So, um, we know that it'll be a really tough contest against them. They're a really well-coached and well-drilled footy club by Brad Gotch. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to the challenge. And when you play a team in the trial games then play them a few weeks mm. later, it does give you a good guide. Um, but you do know that there's a few factors in those trial games, you know, more extended benches and things like that that Rotations. change a little bit. So we'll use that as a guide um, and then also look to build on our own performance against Port Adelaide. Thanks, Rob. So we're going to have a look at our lineup, And before we do, I want to encourage all of our supporters out there that do, that 
do not have their membership signed up for this year, please, guys, get behind it. The club needs your support. Don't just talk about it. Get behind them and help us to help you. We think uh, we're doing some great things out in our community and, and we really need that support. Now, Rob, it's an exciting week. Uh, we've had a number of deputons. Um, and we've got an extended list uh, for this game at the moment. But do you want to run through... Uh, what our lineup is and how we look for the weekend. Absolutely. So from the forward line, um, expect our, our forward group to include Xavier Tramfer, Connor McLean, Mac Bauer, Cam Tahini, Ben Jarvis, and Tom Wagner. Through the midfield, Harry Boyd, Nick Roker, Matty Nunn, uh, Henry Nelligan, Corey Stockdale, and Jay Rantel. Uh, in defence, Deck Hamilton, Jacob Kennelly, Tom Donnelly, Mitch Wilkins, Jack Hurd, Nick Pedro. And then the extended interchange for this week we've named as... Pierce Seymour, Matt Vardeniger, Josh Richards, Bain and Lowe, Michael Cavallaro, Tristan Binder, and Ethan Warburton. Hey, Ethan Warburton, Chief. Very yeah. composed last week, down back. You know, I think Twig was a bit impressed with him as well. How'd you find his performance? No, he was fantastic. And having coached him in the twos a number of times um, in the lead-up yep. um, to his senior debut, he played the same way that he played in the reserves. Mm. And Ethan's a very coachable kid. Um, he's really added to his game week on week. I thought he got stuck on the bench a little bit, unfortunately, <laughs> early. The ball's on the other side of the ground. It took about 10 minutes to get him on. But once he came on, he laid a really big tackle straight away. And it really set the tone for the team. And it was um, our, our best trademark act for the day was that tackle in the first quarter from Ethan. It was his first involvement in league footy for the Norwood Footy Club. And what a way to start. So you're right, he was really composed, Joe. He was fantastic with the ball. He defended really well. And um, you know, we've brought a number of players into our footy club. And we're seeing some really good contributions from guys like Ethan and Tom Donnelly, Bain and Lowe. And we're seeing more and more in that, which is great. And Bain and Lowe, just one more. I t- touched on him last week. Obviously, he wasn't probably cut first couple of rounds. Probably wasn't getting the reward for effort. But last week, saw him get his first goal. I mean, how much confidence will he take from that? Yeah, he'll take a lot of confidence from that performance. And I think with the, that half-forward role that he plays, it, it can be a real trap at yeah. times that you can be running to really good spots and playing well, but just not getting the reward. And I felt that that was Bainan's game a little bit over round one and two. And it was really good for him to get the reward and get that feeling. And I don't think he changed too much, really, from his game. Mm. Um, but he actually got the reward on the end of it, which would be great for his confidence going forward. And he's a player who just missed out on, on being drafted at AFL level. He's got an enormous amount of talent, Bainan, and we see him as a really important part of what we're doing going forward. I'm just loving the, the selection policy at, mm. at the moment. A lot of young fellas working really hard, um, but it's all about the reward for effort, and uh, and we're seeing that, and, and I love it that they're putting more pressure on the players coming up. But two players I just want to quickly touch on. I know they've been with us, but going into the year, we were always a bit shy on our ruckman. We were concerned about that being a, an area uh, for us where we might be a bit light on. Um, we've got a couple of very young, up-and-coming young guys that are starting to really develop it. But you've got to say that uh, Harry Boyd's um, efforts over the last three weeks have been um, nothing short of you know outstanding. Oh, they have been. He's been excellent. And when we lost Michael Knoll with his injury, a career-ending injury at the end of last year, um, we did look around for rucks, and rucks are very hard to find. Like They are difficult to um, bring into the footy club, and the best ones you, you generally bring in and develop a little bit as well. And we've got a couple of young ones, as you said, in Stewie Lawson, Tyron Book, um, that we're looking to develop in that space. But Harry's been fantastic, and his aggression around the contest, um, his ability to compete contest after contest with the opposing ruck, to get back and support defensively. And he is another one who's really added to his game. He's improved his marking craft. He's improved his kicking. 
playing. Cleaner. He just, yeah, he's cleaner uh, with the ball. Second efforts, third Absolutely. efforts, uh, outstanding. He just keeps adding to his game, doesn't he? Um, week on week, year on year. And um, Harry's a really important player. He's a leader in our group and is think, an important part of our footy club. I think he's got a bit of a fan club going at the club. He, I'm telling you, I think he? the Appel boys in front where That's I sit, oh, I think they absolutely love Big Harry. Well, and he's, goes he's very it. lovable. And all the young ladies that I see uh, around the place tend to focus out on Harry as well. So he must go pretty well yeah. in that space. Do see him well furnished in Appel gear as well. So uh, <laughs> is that what it, it, might be, it might be working well. Good little deal there. Yeah, another yeah. another one of our leaders, and I think he's just had a, a, a great start to his year, is Declan Hamilton. Just the, the poise, you know, just seems to have almost um, gone to another level yeah. um, and even through his consistency and, and, and number of possessions and so forth. Yeah, I think um, people forget that Declan started the year last year at half forward for us. He played half forward and a bit of wing and he played well in round one against Port Adelaide last year and we really made the move through necessity to get him to half back and um, it was something that I think he'd done only little, little bits of, perhaps, at his time at the Bulldogs. So I'd seen him play a couple of pre-season games. I reckon I was seen him in an intra-club play back there at one point. And um, when we put him back there, he just flourished in the role. And, um, yeah, he'll be in good contention for the state squad, obviously, at the moment. Port Adelaide have listed him as, as one of their um, potential top-up yep. players. So I think that just shows the, the level that Declan is held in. And, again, he is a leader around our footy club. He got tagged um, as a run-with role. Um, earlier in the year, and he handled that really well. Uh, he's just playing some fantastic footy at the moment, Deck. Just interested to know, and it's a bit left field question. Um, we we launched our LED signage uh, last Friday night, as you're well aware. Can you tell me, does it have any impact yeah. at all on the players themselves? Uh, you know, the grounds lit up all of a sudden, and yeah. um, and certainly from a coaching point of view, being able to kicking for goal. I don't know. Yeah, is it? What's your thoughts around that? Whole, it is very whole bright. Like it's fantastic. The LED lights, and we had them on at training on the Thursday night to get our players used to it. And the only other time they really face that will be at Adelaide Oval in finals. So, um, I know going back to when um, Marvel Stadium put it in in 2015 or 16. I'm traveling over with the Crows. It was really noticeable. And playing a game against Collingwood where you had black and white stripes mm. moving as you were kicking at goal, it really did put the players off a little bit initially. So it was great that we were able to train with it Thursday night and get a look at it. Um, and the players loved it. Um, yeah. They loved the engagement with it. It was great when the team's running out on the ground and you can see all the red and blue, see our sponsors really well recognized. And it's a great part of our ground. What we haven't told you about is that we, we've got a, a program for it. Um, where we can really boost it up super light and it comes up with miss, miss, Perfect. miss. Yes. So when the opposition are lining <laughs> up, we can just go really hard. We might even have some strobes going and the whole lot. Of, is that, are we allowed to do that, Joseph? Oh, you're the CEO. Surely we are. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, when are we uh, incorporating the, like they do at Adelaide Oval, the Hungry Jacks, you know, the goal from 50 metres? When do we give them the oh, fans a that, voucher for something as soon as I love it comes it. around? I love the concept. Um, that, that, we'll probably launch that when we, when we launch our NFTs, uh, <laughs> Joseph, right. as well, which won't be that far away. Stay tuned, folks, for that note. Um, so, so just the last bit, and we, as we, we wind up this segment, the, the, the actual um, the game this weekend and, and what it means to, to the football club, but can you take us through what, what's happening with the reserves and where they're playing and, and then what, what's the rest of the weekend look like? Yeah, so the reserves play tomorrow night, Friday night, um, at 6 o'clock against Westies um, before our girls play after that at 8.10. So it's a good night of footy at Cooper Stadium. And, and for our reserves team, you know, it's been a, a really tough three weeks. We've uh, lost three games to Glenelg, um, Eagles, and then Glenelg again with the way the fixture worked by six, seven, and nine points. So um, we're doing a lot right, and we just haven't quite got the rewards on the field. But you know, really pleasingly that there's a number of players who are developing their game well in the reserves and then are coming up into senior uh, contention for selection. So we had a, really fo a real focus from a recruiting perspective on adding depth to our list. We felt that our squad had a lot of younger players at the 
call it the bottom end of it last year, um, that needed a bit more support to be Stick ready for league selection. Yeah, so we've really thickened up the squad and we're seeing solid performances in the reserves. Um, as we develop a bit more continuity with that squad, I'm sure the wins will start coming. Just in closing too, we've got our women's playing straight after and we're, uh, we're pushing for a final spot. Joseph, what, what can we expect from the girls over the weekend? Yeah, so obviously they came off a bye last weekend. They had lost to the Eagles um, a couple a week of weeks before. ago. So they've got West Adelaide tomorrow night who we actually just previously beat them maybe three weeks ago three by weeks, around yep. 60 points or something. So it'd be an interesting game. We've got a, a, a debutante coming into the team as well. Um, her name's Kobe Johnson. And we've got a 50-game milestone. And obviously, it's hard for the girls to, to rack up the 50-game milestone. So a big congratulations to Ashley Gould, who who's a pretty good defender and appears for our wheelchair team as well, James. I've got to say, Ashley's a star. <laughs> He's a star. Her father, David, I think most people would know David. He's... Um, he's just been been uh, put into the South Australian Hall of Fame, um, four-time Paralympian, uh, heads up our, part of our wheelchair team. But but Ashley has just jumped straight in. She's a, a quiet young lady, um, but does it all by by presence and performance, and just such a, a, a wonderful person and a, and a great uh, I think great role model for young ladies coming through as well yeah no nah, she'll be um, she'll be on on show tomorrow night and uh, she's been excellent since 50 since, games that's yeah, just and a she great made her debut in 2018 against West Adelaide against as well Westies. so she'll, yeah, she'll yeah. clock it up lovely and um, yeah so we need to get the girls need to get a win because we need to keep the the finals uh, our finals hopes alive and um, I think Maddie Creepers just we obviously lose Ali Ferrell for the rest of the season she had it's a big loss an Ali as a captain um, yeah. she's, she broke her arm as, uh, which is a bit unfortunate but yeah. wow she's had such a presence too and she will be she'll be around the group yeah, and so. we wish the girls every success Rob want to thank you for coming in mate and Thanks, taking Chief. us through that lineup. Uh, exciting time for the club this weekend good luck with the reserves boys tomorrow evening folks you're listening to Red Legs Radio drive carefully on the way home tonight we'll be back shortly it's a grand old flag it's a high flying flag it's the emblem for me and for you on SENSA you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome to Red Legs Radio. You're on the drive home. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly for gambler's help. Call 1-800-858-858. And climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Well, we're on the last bit, uh, Joseph. We've got a special guest on the line. Please welcome Ben Tickle. Welcome, Ben. Thanks a lot, mate. Good to be here. Very exciting times uh, for the football club to take a game over to the great Air Peninsula and, of course, at, at Port Lincoln. But it's been very well supported by Peter Tickle, uh, the Peter Tickle Winery, uh, the Tickle family, which we're delighted to be able to get our, our, our whole group over there and play against the game. Ben, what does it mean to you guys, uh, the mere fact that we can play a, a home and away game for points? Uh, we, when we first met with uh, James and Dale, we were really excited to be involved from the start. Um, as a family, we're, we're big fans of footy and uh, there's a, a rich football history in the EP. So anything that uh, uh, gives great opportunity to some of the, uh, the young kids on the EP to come and see a, a sandful match for points, uh, we, we wanted to be involved from, from the get-go. No, fantastic, Ben. This is Joseph here. Um, obviously, Ben, you know, you know, this is, you know, we're just we're taking the game over to the EP, but then we've we've got the Peter Tickle Cup as well. I mean, how much proud, like, how proud are you, you know, to be your name associated with what will be, you know, a, a trophy that will be given, uh, you know, each year as a perpetual one. Absolutely. No, look, we, we are really proud to uh, to have the Tickle Cup, but 
we're probably more proud to uh, to be able to support the, the community footy. Yeah. And, th- and that's what this initiative is really all about for us as uh, as footy fans. We, we just want to try and grow the community footy in the area. And I think that's why the partnership works. It's going to work really well. Oh, and, and I just love the way that uh, you say that because how good is it when, uh, if, if I put it in a slightly different terms, mate, that if this was a mining company, uh, we see the Air Peninsula as having a, a gold vein that runs right through it. Yeah. So. You know, if we can get local support, but also um, to help drive and, and connect those young those young boys and those young girls to to have a career path that we all know football can be such an, a, a you know fulfilling uh, journey for people that um, you know your support is is actually making that happen for those young people. So congratulations, and, and it might, might take my hat off to you. Now with the the Peter Tickle Cup, um, what can we expect post game? Who's presenting and Will that be yourself or, or your father? Uh, it should be both myself and, and my dad. Um, he's also a big footy fan and, and really happy to be involved. So uh, I think it'll be good to, to see him out there on the day presenting the cup to the winning team, which, uh, fingers crossed, will be the Red Legs. <laughs> Spot on. Fantastic. And we're, we're, we're very much trying to make that a stronghold. So uh, the annual Peter Tickle Cup uh, stays at uh, the parade and that would be a very important part of it. Mate, I, I, your father's also had... Um, it's just got a great connection uh, across the community anyway. But when you go to the line of label, you, 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 it hits you in the face that uh, there's this incredible photo of the Light Horsemen, uh, the, Heist, the Light Horse Brigade um, in that First World War. And your father's really taken to being a great supporter of that. And uh, mm-hmm. he told me part of the story, which, was just, which blew me away. And the mere fact that we're playing over Anzac Day, I think, just adds another layer to this whole thing. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, yeah, our family, my, my grandpa actually served uh, in the Second World War, so the Anzacs are really close to our heart as a family. And so, as you know, uh, Dad uh, wears a, a hat with the, the emu plume as a bit of an ode to, to the Anzac and the Light Horsemen. Um, so, yeah, when we were able to get involved and, and have it on Anzac weekend, that was really, really special for us. Fantastic, Ben. And um, Ben, talk talk us through how's business going in general. We've got the label, Line and Label Restaurant, which I think we'll be attending on the Saturday, Saturday evening. Saturday we've got a, evening. We got a welcome there, uh, which will be great. The Peter Tickle Winery and Cellar Door. I mean, how how are things moving at the moment? And um, you know, what has been a, a couple of couple of tough years with the COVID pandemic? Yeah, look, it, it has. Uh, first, let me ask you guys a question. When was the last time you were over there? Have you been to the EP recently? I've never actually been to the EP, believe it or not, Ben. Yeah, so I'm looking forward well, to getting him over there, mate. And I can tell you, I, I've had a lot of time over there, um, and I love it. And if I can get back whenever I can, I try to, the Mortlock Shield I find to be just one of the greatest weekends in, um, in football, where they get to celebrate uh, the locals, uh, bring it in, and they come from all over the Air Peninsula. Um, and, and I visited Absolutely. recently to catch up with your father and um, out at the Line and Label, and I don't think people realise... Uh, what a marvellous you know venue it is, and and, and what you've done um, by way of the the wine industry, uh, it's just remarkable, mate. No, well, thank you, mate. Well, um, you know, it, it's interesting how while there has been some challenges with COVID, one of the uh, the silver linings has been that people have gone and explored their backyard a little bit more. Mm, so exactly. we've had lots of new visitors to the EP, and uh, it's been really nice to see uh, some some really busy weekends, which has been really great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to attracting more people over every year with the uh, the EP game. Well, and, and that's a very important part for us, as much as it is to show the local community, um, you know, yeah, our product but also our commitment to, to the Air Peninsula in, in, in the whole, just to be able to take our people over as well, you know, it gives them a holiday, gives them a chance, as you mm-hmm. say, to go and discover 
uh, this incredible backyard that we have on, on the yep. West Coast. It's, I think it's a hidden gem. Um, I've got a quick story. It's a bit self-indulgent, but my son who came over, uh, Paul Fantasia, between Christmas and New Year, he loved it so much he, he bought a block, uh, him and his partner, oh. Sophie. And, I, and I, that was what I'm going, <laughs> wow. Well, that's what it's all about. I, I don't think people realise them. People uh, travel all over Australia to get some of the, these, these great holiday places and they do not understand how amazing uh, and the access to, to remote beaches, et cetera, is incredible. Hey, Benny, just, last, just lastly, what are your movements around this weekend? What's the, uh, what's the plan so far when you arrive? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there the whole weekend. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So we've got the, the, the event on Saturday night at uh, the Line and Label, which really looking forward to. And then uh, I'll be there on the day for the game as well. So looking forward to seeing uh, as many fans there as we possibly can get over and uh, looking forward to a great game. Well, thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to you thanks, and, and, and Peter and the whole family for getting behind it. It's uh, such an important part for the community and uh, I want to thank you again for coming on the show today. No worries, guys. Thanks a lot for having me. James, I was going to say, there's a number of other partners as well. Fantastic. Thank you very much. For that. Oh, there is. And, and, we, and, we'll, and we'll get behind those guys. I want to um, just wind this up today. I want to thank all of our guests. Um, I want to see you. Hopefully, we'll get you next week. We've, we've got a game out at Unley. We play Sturt. It should be an absolute that. beauty as well. They're up and about. I want to remind members, get your memberships up. It's very important. Um, get some new apparel from Appel. Uh, that, that's, that range has just come out. Don't forget to grab a Coopers because you can always enjoy a Coopers. And merchandise will be on sale at the game on Sunday. We've got a merch shop at the game um, and, and a Barossa boy that will be down there as well alongside a Peter Tiefel. So, folks, I just want to say thanks for, for getting behind us in this particular game. You've been brought to you today by Palmer Vets and Climate Air Conditioning. Go the legs. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.